Blakely. Mr. Barber, welcome to WNHH 103.5 FM's Law, Life, and Culture and the New Haven Independence Facebook Live. Thank you, Betsy. Thanks for having me. Now, I understand you oversee the management, operations, finances, and capital improvements for 900 tons per day of waste management, recycling, and transfers in the southern Connecticut region. That's a lot of waste. Is this continuing to grow each year? Well, our uh, permit for the uh, the transfer station is 900 tons per day. Uh, that number doesn't change. Uh, what does change is the amount of waste that we're receiving on a date day basis um we've seen it grow uh, continually over the past several years uh but we're tipping somewhere between 300 350 tons a day now i sort my waste i have garbage which unfortunately i contain in a plastic bag and toss that down the building chute and recyclables newspapers cans glass and plastics that i put in the mixed recycling blue bin and plastic film which I take to places that accept it. Is your department responsible for all of this, or is trash handled in a separate department from recyclables? No, the, the uh, trash and recyclables all go through the uh, the transfer station. Uh, we handle uh, all the commercial waste, the MSW, bulky waste, and all household recyclables going through there. All of this is a huge urban responsibility, and I do want to commend you and the city of New Haven for operating this smoothly. We don't see the huge plastic bags, the reek of rotting garbage lining the streets out in the open that are just more common places in just, say, New York City or other larger urban areas. How does New Haven manage to keep this more under control? Well, I think it's a, a, a tribute to the city administration and the public works department, they do a great job at uh, keeping the uh, the refuse collection routes clean. Uh, I, I believe back in 2008 when we began to phase in um, these the big bins that you see on the street, the uh, big blue uh, recycling toters, uh, that kind of takes away from or takes off the, uh, the big garbage bags that you see in, in common places like uh, New York City. Oh, at one time, did New Haven have those big plastic garbage bags just heaped on the streets? Yeah, we phased in, uh, we began phasing in the uh, the toters back in 2006 over a five-year period. Uh, so that's what you see today. You see the uh, the brown bids for, for uh, MSW uh, trash and the big blue toters for recyclables. Now, what would happen if your department came to a grinding halt? Well, I think you'd see a lot of uh, mayhem in the region. Um, you know, we, we service not only the city's collection, but we also service a lot of uh, commercial recyclers and, and uh, haulers in the region. Uh, what typically happens is uh, you'll see a backup in the system. Uh, hopefully that day doesn't come, but... Um, we, we try to keep the garbage moving in the region. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> and moving on to my own personal obsession or anxiety about garbage, let's talk about why we originally invited you to be on today's program, Recycling. I've read about sorting and recycling. What can be recycled can depend upon the specific city and recycling centers where you live. So with the recycling instructions and tips that we'll learn from you, 
We know it should apply to New Haven residents, but how far in Southern Connecticut and beyond do you think your tips about sorting and recycling can apply? Well, recycling uh, by now is kind of a universal thing. Um, recycling is mandated by the state of Connecticut, so all all citizens in, in all municipalities have to recycle. Uh, some municipalities have different guidelines as of how to recycle and what to recycle. Uh, there's a push now to uh, kind of make those types of guidelines universal. So um, it's kind of a universal thing. So the the tips you hear today could be applied in New Haven, Brantford, or or north of here. Oh, great. Okay. Now, I've read if people are well-intended but get lazy and just indiscriminately throw things into the blue recycling bins, that actually ruins it for other people because it contaminates the recyclables. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, back in the, when we phased in single stream, when single stream recycling was first phased in, uh, prior to that, you know, folks were pretty well adept at um washing and rinsing out their recyclables, their bottles and cans, um, stacking their newspapers, so forth and so on. Uh, what has happened in the single stream recycling industry is that a lot of the contaminates from uh, food and and the bacteria that comes from there gets into your newspapers and it contaminates the whole, uh, the whole process. Um, you know, wet, wet newspaper, uh, you know, we just have a lot of bacteria and contaminants growing inside the the uh, container. So then, does that all have to get thrown into the trash, and it cannot be recycled? No. Um, fortunately, the, uh, our uh, materials recycling facilities are adept at it. Uh, we try to keep contaminants out of it. A lot of a lot of the stuff that that gets into the recycling bin um, shouldn't be in there to begin with. Uh, but fortunately, uh, we, there are means to get that stuff out of there, but it, it becomes problematic at the material recycling facilities. Okay. So the person who throws the dirty pizza box into the recycling bin is still a jerk. Yeah. Um, he's just needs to be reeducated. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> now do operations sort through recyclable materials and sell them to appropriate recycling companies, bringing revenue into New Haven? Um, there is a market for the recyclables that we process at the transfer station. Um, we have some contractual uh, relationships with our materials recycling facility. Uh, so there are opportunities for uh, revenue coming back to the, to the city. And then do those companies use that material to sell to other companies that just say create containers for big manufacturers? Yeah, that the, uh, the, Materials that the, the material that is processed at the material recy- recycling facilities uh, are then sold on the uh, the uh, recycling market. I'm just wondering if companies are not recycling, but <coughs> excuse me, making plastics anew. Where do plastics come from, and what materials go into them? The, the <laughs> new plastics are uh, the. There are a lot of uh, chemical and chemical compounds that go into plastics. Um, those are very detrimental to the environment. That's probably the biggest detriment that we have. Um, we're talking about polyethylene and 
high density polystyrene and, and those types of materials. Uh, so that becomes problematic. Why are they so problematic for the environment? Well, it gets into our, our waterways and our, our, uh, our uh, environmental streams. Um, they're ingested by wildlife. They become entangled in, in a lot of areas and in waterways. Um, it just becomes problematic, and it goes up the food chain. Now, I've taken certain steps. I'll minimize buying or drinking bottled water unless my throat is really parched and I feel I really need to. But I won't use plastic straws. When possible, I'll bring my own coffee cup to coffee shops and I won't buy rolls of plastic like saran wrap. What are some purchases of plastics that, in your opinion, people can just stop buying? Well, you mentioned uh, uh, a couple of good examples. Um, Many folks are going to reusable uh, water bottles, which is a great way of getting a, a, a vast ma- majority of material out of the waste stream. Uh, we try to encourage folks to use reusable shopping bags. You know, some folks have even gone to uh, purchasing aluminum straws and and this items that we can use over and over again are is pretty much the uh, the rule of thumb. Um, disposable razors, those types of things. If you can if you can go back to what I term the old days where you can buy these items that you can use over and over again, so it will go a long way to, to uh, solving these problems. So are plastic water bottles a particular scourge for the environment? Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're the, the one item that seems to end up in a lot of the, uh, not only in the environment on land, but in our, our waterways. Okay, so people should listen up, uh, cut down on your bottled water or eliminate it, better yet. But what's wrong with thinking, oh, now plastic is recyclable, so it doesn't really matter? I've heard that, unfortunately, only a small percent of plastic given to be recycled, actually gets recycled. I'm not just talking about New Haven, but worldwide. Is that your understanding as well? Yeah, that is my understanding. I believe somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 78% of the plastic that's produced new does not end up getting reproduced or recycled. Uh, So that, you know, that's a very high number. I mean, I know we can do, we can bring that down just by, taking the steps that we're talking about today. Now, I've seen horrific video of plastic floating in oceans and just read an article in The Guardian about whales starving to death because their stomachs are filled with plastic debris that is dumped into the oceans. How does plastic garbage end up in our oceans and waterways? Well, the simple answer is people. Um, you know, each every waterway is abutted by land, um, we we have lots of problems with with just carelessness, uh, litter, airborne debris. A lot of this stuff ends up ends up in the waterways. Also through our storm systems, it goes out into our rivers and eventually ends up in the in the oceans. You know, even with urban recycling centers like in New Haven that are well run. If a certain amount of trash just isn't recyclable, does it end up getting dumped into waterways? Uh, if there is, uh, you know, we do have, uh, 
problems with illegal dumping. I'm not quite, you know, I can't, you know, speak to tons and tons of this stuff happening in New Haven area. Uh, but there have been cases where that has happened in other parts of the country. Oh, and that would be illegal, though. That wouldn't be part of the routine um, operations that your um, section does or that your department does um, with things that they that just don't uh, go into the landfill or aren't recycled. Correct. So there's never part of the city's um, program to put things into the waterway. No, that's never been a part of our program. Okay, with plastic film, like bread bags, produce bags, wrapping around so many products, what's wrong with tossing those into the blue recycling bins in New Haven apartments and offices? Well, it's problematic in two ways. We, at the Solid Waste Authority, we encourage reusing and repurpose. Um, You know, those are great items to reuse around the household. Uh, But the largest problem is is that when it when they those types of items get to the recycling facility they kind of gum up the machinery um and that's where it becomes a real problem um folks intending to do the right thing by taking their recyclables to the recycling bin at their curbside and they they bring it in plastic uh bags you know instead of throwing the whole bag into the recycling container it would be helpful if they dumped it into the recycling container and then take the plastic bag and put it in their trash container. Okay, listeners, so did you hear that? If you use plastic bags, just say to bundle up your newspapers and you're thinking you're doing a good thing by tossing it all into the recycling bin, Mr. Barber just indicated that gums up the system. Correct. But what's good for the environment is listening to WNHH 103.5 FM Law, Life, and Culture and watching us live on New Haven Independence Facebook page. There's no plastic, no paper, plus great tips to help with the environment. I'm Betsy Kim, and it's my pleasure to be here with Pierre Barber, the Executive Director at New Haven Solid Waste and Recycling Authority. Now, I've washed out plastic of different degrees of stiffness and I'll take them to stop and shop bins, which are actually there, I think, to collect the plastic grocery bags to recycle. Am I doing a good thing or contaminating the chain of recycling that's specific to grocery bags? No, you're doing a good thing. Um, Actually, it's encouraged by us at the authority. Um, You can also find that on the state DEP website to to bring your plastic films. As long as they're clean and and it's dry, um, that's... That's the avenue for recycling that type of material. So can you list some other places other than the Stop and Shop um, on Whaley Avenue, where I go, but where else can people drop off non-grocery bag, clean plastic films, bagging and recycling to, re- um, or pardon me, bagging and wrapping to recycle, rather? Well, one of the things that they can do is they can um, actually um, bag it up they can bring it down to uh, our facility and we can take it to the Connecticut Wrap Center. You can also go on um, the website and find locations where uh, these items are taken. So where is your facility? Uh, Our offices are on uh, um, 14 Trumbull Street, but we operate the transfer station at 
260 Middletown Avenue. So which is the place where people can bring their plastic film? They can bring it to 260 Middletown Avenue. And what's the website people can check out to look at other places where they can drop off their plastic film? Okay, they can go to our website at www.nhswra.com or they can go to uh, recyclect.com. With stiffer plastics, as long as they have the triangle and the number, can I put those in the blue recycling bin? Yes, we, we accept all, all plastics one through seven. What do those numbers mean? Uh, the numbers are actually uh, important. They tell you what types of materials went into the making of those, those plastic bottles. Oh, so those are more for the recycler on the other end to help, not necessarily the consumer to know where to recycle, but the receiver. Yes, correct. Uh, your numbers one and two are kind of, are your kind of clear uh, plastic bottles, water bottles, that type of thing. Uh, three through seven are other types of plastics. They're more dangerous, they're more toxic, uh, but all of them are uh, recyclable. Now, I brought a bag kind of of show and tell of my garbage and recyclables. With this plastic, for example, it's hard, but there's no number on the bottom and with the cap as well. Could I throw these into the blue recycling bin? Yes, you can throw them in the blue recycling bin if it's plastic. Um, That's probably what would be termed a plastic number seven, which is all other. Uh, What's important is to leave the cap on. If you throw the plastic cap separately into the recycling bin, that too is a problem at the material recycling facility. Oh, why is that? Uh, again, it, it on the other end in the processing, there's optical sorters and stuff like that, and it doesn't necessarily see that type of material, so there's a problem with that. Oh, see, I always assumed that that was a different type of plastic, and so it would be easier to sort in the machine, so with, just say, soda bottles or different uh, items that have the twist-off plastic lid, I keep it off, but the tip is uh, put it, keep it on. Yeah, that's a common mistake, and as, as a matter of fact, that is one of the things that is has been addressed under the kind of the new push at at the uh, state level under Recycle CT, uh, and so that that is kind of a part of our re-education process that we're trying to go through. Now, things like gift card certificates, like this, or coffee can lids, are all of those recyclable as well? Yes, there's a rule of thumb, though, like gift cards, uh, you know, this has got contains some magnetic items in there. So it would be best if it was just tossed into the trash, if you just cut it up and throw it into the trash. Okay, so if there's a magnetic strip on these cards, like old credit cards and uh, matters of that sort, we just have to shred them and throw them into the garbage. Correct. Now, I will wash out stiff plastic containers, laundry, detergent, ketchup bottles, eye makeup remover containers, and we'll recycle them. Um, but is it essential that people wash out thoroughly all items to be recycled? Like, what if people don't, perishable and non-perishable items? It is important to to do that from a... Um a couple standpoints. One is 
it keeps your recycling container uh, cleaner. Um, so there's no odors uh, coming from there over time. Uh, it it kind of cuts down on the bacteria that grows in there. Uh, and from a recycling standpoint and from a contamination standpoint, you're certainly better off and the quality of the recyclables coming out of your container is better. You know, you don't get spaghetti sauce all over your newspaper. Um, and that in turn will be beneficial at the, at the end product uh, at the recycling facility. Now almost everything comes in plastic and for dispensing reasons some things you cannot open to thoroughly clean just say inside the tubes of well, some hand lotion or con containers that have pinhole openings you can't really wash those out even when they're empty but do those empty but not thoroughly clean containers have to go into the garbage or can they be thrown into the recycling bin i think the rule of thumb would be to kind of first check at Again, at the website, RecycleCT.com, uh, that will tell you whether it can or cannot go into the, to the, uh, the recycling bin. Um, but the rule of thumb, if you can't clean it or get at it, um, I would just put it into your garbage and, and move on. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> But some products, I'm not even sure what they are, if they're metal or plastic or paper. I've brought more for this show-and-tell display. You know, for example, I'm happy to wash out what I can and to recycle things, but like this coffee bag or sometimes even potato chip bags or wax plastic bags in cereal boxes, what are these? And can you wash these out and recycle them? And it... Coated paper, like wax paper and, and items like that, they're not recyclable. Oh, you they're know, not? No, no, they're not. Most, most folks think they are, but oh. they're really not. Um, you can check, uh, again, at, at, at the website, but for the most part, we're looking for um, papers that have pure fibers in them. So if you have meta metallic uh, coatings or potato chip bags, which have food residue, that you can't get out, um, by and large, those go into your trash bin. Okay, because I've been washing them out and putting them in the recycling bin. What is happening then? <laughs> Am I gumming up the system? No, you're not gumming up the system. What happens is it just gets rejected, and it goes in, and it, and it ultimately ends up in the trash. Okay. So it doesn't gum up the system, but it, it ultimately gets thrown out. So perhaps these metallicized plastics and mixed baggaging and or baggage and packaging rather if you're a wary shopper maybe you should avoid buying if you have the choice yeah if you can go you know we encourage going to alternative choices if you can get you know products and items that have less packaging or less plastics um more natural uh paper wrapping you know we encourage that um but um you know, each consumer has their choice and, you know, we're trying to push folks towards uh, more responsible purchases. Do you have to thoroughly remove paper from plastic recyclables, for example, labels on plastic containers? No, long ago that was the rule of thumb. You would, 
you know, take your glass containers and scrub the labels off and, and do that type of thing and make things, you know, clean and spotless. We, we live in times where, you know, time is also a premium. So, uh, no, they, you just put your, you know, make sure it's clean and just throw it into your recycling bin. That's very understanding of you. <laughs> but how about with paper recycling? I know you were saying certain of them, uh, certain products that are adhesives, um, the waxy, non-sticky side. Is that wax or is that plastic coating on the paper? Uh, it depends on the paper. It's mostly a, a kind of a wax coating. Okay. And so with those wax coating things, just say with stamp books, can you recycle the stamp book after you've peeled off all the stamps? Uh, that's a good one. Stamp books, I, I don't think they're recyclable. I, you know, I'd have to check on that particular item. I'm sure uh, ultimately if it would get rejected by the, by the uh, material recycling facility. However, there's no, no harm in trying that particular item. And, and I've read, um, for example, it's not an issue of food contamination necessarily with paper coffee cups because you think you can wash them out, but because they're coated with plastic, all coffee cups are not recyclable. Is that true? Uh, actually, paper cups, um, disposable paper cups are not recyclable. Um, so we're, we're looking to, to curb what used to be an old uh, thinking. Um, if you, again, do a little bit of investigation, um, we're finding that paper cups are, are going into the trash, and that's where they should be. Okay. Now, I understand your background is in economics, and you were the city of New Haven's chief fiscal officer for 17 years. How does recycling fit into the city's budget? Well, that's a great question, because for every ton of recycling that we can get out of the system, we're saving $87 per ton in trash. So it behooves everyone... uh, you know, that's, we're saving tax dollars when we do that. So the more recycling that we can, we can promote and we can get out of the system, the less we're going to be paying in MSW or trash disposal. So we'd like to underscore and reemphasize that long-term, in addition to being crucial for the environment, it's actually fiscally better as well um, for people to recycle. Absolutely. So what is the most compelling reason you think that people should care about recycling and do more and do better at the recycling efforts? Well, one of the things that is, is becoming very problematic on, on all levels, not only in Southern Connecticut here, but throughout the state, is we're rapidly beginning to run out of capacity for waste disposal in the state. Uh, the state has put out a comprehensive materials management strategy uh, to deal with this program, and recycling is a big part of that push. Uh, it's environmentally responsible to to do so, or, or if we can guess, get some of the the eight hundred t- million tons of of uh, plastics that end up in our oceans every single year, um, and a lot of it comes from just being environmentally responsible. Yeah, you know the the. The waste container that misses the the trash bin, um, and somehow gets airborne, it blows into the waterway and ends up in the ocean. Um, 
and it's and as as you just pointed out, it's economically responsible to do it for the citizens of New Haven. Well, thank you very much, Pierre Barber, the executive director at New Haven Solid Waste and Recycling Authority. Now, for more information, people should check out the city's website, www.cityofnewhaven.com slash sustainability. And for our listeners, we appreciate your joining us on Law, Life, and Culture, 103.5 FM in New Haven. I'm Betsy Kim. Thank you for listening, people. Again, you've been listening here at 103.5 WNHH, your home for local and community radio. Thank you. Thank you.